Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good morning, Paige. Good morning. What are we talking about today? Useful tech and apps that we use. That we personally use or have used, right? I think I have one at the end that I don't use, but a lot of my clients use. Okay, so go ahead. What apps are you using to help you? Okay, so... um, Or tech. So on my old phone, like it has it on my new phone, but it like... I haven't set it up yet. Um, the do it later app. Um, I'd like this app more if it like, like, cause it just like pops up like the, the things that I write down just pop up. I'd like it more if it like did something different each time. Like I just know that they're there. Like if well, they made like they, a they different noise or up. something, they, they do pop up. They don't pop up. They come as a text. You can oh, set it. So you can set it to come as, uh, you can use the Do It Later app, which I absolutely love and most of my clients love. You can set it to do like a regular reminder. Regular reminders don't work so great for people with ADHD. Um, You can also set it up to like auto email somebody, to auto like post something on your Twitter account, to Otter sends um, a message through WhatsApp. I have one client who used the who uses the fake phone call method. She has pretty she gets pretty significantly overwhelmed. So sometimes when she goes out with her friends, and she ends up in a situation where, you know, like she's not sure exactly where they're going or what they're doing. Um, she'll set it to like ring her phone like an hour or so after they get there and then she um and then she you know either says like oh my mom needs me or or you know oh that was nothing I don't need to answer it it was spam right depending on how she's feeling about the social situation she's in but what I use most and what most of my clients use most is that you can send a text to yourself or you can auto te- send a text to somebody else. So it does pop up when it sends a message to somebody. So you know your message sent. So if you're sending it to yourself, it's you get it. Annoying. It pops up and you get it as a text, which you find annoying. I do. None of my clients find annoying. Um, and yeah, maybe I'm just using it wrong then because I just pop up as reminders and I don't find uh, it helpful. Then you must be hitting the reminder button and not the SMS button, which is texting. Right. So I also have clients that use it to send messages um, to like everybody they know for their birthday. So they never, ever miss a birthday again because you can make it repeat. So you can make it repeat like daily or Monday to Friday, or just on a certain day or on a certain day of the month or annually, right? Um, So some clients that will send it 
use it to like they've set it up and it will send a text that says happy birthday i hope you're having a wonderful day or something like that to everybody they know um on their birthday and they have it set up annually um i have other clients that will use it and they'll set it up for a week or two at a time to send messages to their significant other because they're getting feedback that they aren't as attentive as they would like them to be when they're at work because you know out of sight out of mind for most people who are neurodiverse so when they're at work they're not thinking about you um they're working it doesn't mean they don't love you but they're working but you know neurotypical people sometimes still think like that means that they're not being attentive enough so i have a bunch of clients that use it for that um so yeah i think you're hitting the wrong button I must be because every, everyone that you talk to seems to love it. And I'm just over here like, no, this app sucks. What are you talking about? I think you're hitting the reminder button and that's I would like it if it made like different noises each time because yes. once, once then you like know what it is and then you're like, it's oh, a text. I know what that is. It is a text. And that's what I do actually not at all. I mean, kind of, if you text me something that I like need to remember, I won't open the text. And every time I look at my phone, I'm like, Oh, I got a text message. And then I remember like, Oh, don't open that. You'll forget about it. So if right, someone so texts me little... something important, I won't open the text. Cause I'm like, Oh, look, I got a text message and I get super happy. So there's right. another thing. That's so you could do that with it as well. The same yeah. Thing. So you might be hitting the reminder I, button, I'm just not the SMM. Okay. We'll review, but I'll have to actually set it up because it worked on my old phone. I haven't set it up on this phone, but it's there because I transferred all my stuff. Right. So I still have it on my phone. I just haven't set it Used up or it. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I use it all the time to remind myself like what I mostly use it for is to like send messages to myself to do stuff that I don't do every day like laundry machine maintenance on my laundry machine only needs to be done once a month and you i need to do maintenance on your laundry machine yes you should oh. be doing maintenance on okay. your laundry machine maybe okay. that's another podcast interesting um, okay but, I didn't know that. but so my phone just will remind me and i have it set to just like tell me on the 30th of every month to do that or um or it tells me um what i use it most for is like if I'm out and I'm talking to somebody and they're interested in something, information that I have, and I need to like look it up and then send them the link to something, mm -hmm. I'll text myself for about the time I know I'll be in front of my desk again. So the text will come up while I'm sitting at my desk. So I'll be like, oh yeah, that's right. I have to email whatever link to whoever. Um, so that can be handy oh. as well. Right. So I have I have other things. I don't know if these um necessarily count or if this is kind of gross or oh, one of them might be, but um it's all tech. Whatever it's all te whatever I use. Whatever tech you use. Like a, okay. So um I don't know the actual well, every phone comes with a recorder. So I like to, um, you might want to like double check with like schools and stuff before you do this, because in some states, this will be illegal. But when I was in college, I recorded all my classes. 
I did not get, um, but like there's like pens and stuff that you can do that with too. But if you don't want to spend that money, your phone comes with a recorder. So Mm -hmm. I like to record mine. Yep. A lot of Um, students that I work with have permission to do that from their professors. Um, Especially when it was when I did like Zoom classes, because you can record on Zoom, but you need their permission. So I would just have my phone next to me recording it. And I would take screenshots when he wrote on the board because he would write and talk so freaking fast that I couldn't keep up. Sure. So I would constantly be screenshotting this man's (laughs) face. So I have like a bunch of his face and like the whiteboard on my computer. But um, I have, I use a Reeve. I've talked about this before, I think, but I have this thing, this band technology thing. Watch type thing with that's called a revive and it's supposed to be for children but i sometimes use it it helps so it you can set it and it comes with an app and you can nickname it i nicknamed mine cinnamon roll um (laughs) and later um every time you open the app it will ask you to um sync it and it keeps track of response rate focus rate attention span fidgeting um it does your steps and calories but i've noticed that the steps aren't exactly very accurate to what my phone says because my phone tracks my steps so i guess there's another thing if you want to track how many steps you take right be a dork like me but if your kid's in school it's but super like, helpful. Yeah, because right? teachers so and parents, I think, can do it. But um, you sync it, and it, like, shows you the progression. So, like, last time I used it for the first time in, like, over a year, my um, I think <laughs> was, um, like, a while ago. Hold on. Let's see here. I did it in... Ah, in June. So, for the... F- so... I had a 42% rate of no because I would be working at the same time. So I accidentally only hit so it no once. to what? Explain what the no is. Okay, so it What's vibrates. Your... It, every mm-hmm. once in a while, you can set it for as frequent as you want. Um, it vibrates. And you, the vibration is supposed to, like, you're supposed to mentally ask yourself, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And if it's no, you tap it once. And if it's yes, you tap it twice. And it tracks your focus rate so like my focus rate was like pretty low it was pretty bad the first time I did it but then after like the point is that when you use it consistently unlike what I do it improves your focus and your attention um and you can fill it with the calendar right can't you put like your school schedule in there yeah uh, there's a, like a bunch of stuff that you can do with it that I obviously don't do because I'm not in school, but, um, it's like, and like teachers can look at it too. So then they know like what things to give the student at certain times, I'm assuming when they're the most focused. Um, but it's super cool to like watch my thing. Just, pro- it's nice to watch it progress. Honestly, it, like there's a, graph on building. The- there's a graph that you can look at, um, but there's that um and then for I guess the women who don't do this um 
this is kind of gross if you're a guy though so i'm sorry but i have this period tracking app but uh, i only use it for the period tracking stuff but it does other things too you can like put different like things in it and then it, it I, i'm really bad at like getting it to i'm bad at putting this information in there but shocker you, <laughs> shocker but um you can put like when you do it you can go on a certain day and you can tell them like it, it'll tell you if you're like if you want to have like a kid or something if you're at that point in life that's great but you it'll tell you like when that is like when you're fertile and when stuff. you're most fertile when you're most fertile um you can mark you guys can't see it but i'm showing you can mark when you had you know well when you have your period if you had sex that day you oh can put okay that. um you can mark the symptoms that you have and how bad they are i don't do that i pro i might want i i don't know i don't do that but there's like you can do that you can put in your mood Oh, there's like a so bunch of different mood moods cool. uh-huh um and then like you can put your like the lifestyle of that day and any notes that you want and stuff so that's interesting it's not it, it's most helpful if you actually look at it and you yeah, keep track obviously. of it when yeah. you're supposed to but um and then let's see here i um I have, so I guess this only really works if you use Microsoft, but I have OneDrive on my phone and OneDrive is basically, it's kind of like the Google thing. It, anything, I can sync it, for, it's synced to my phone and my laptop. So whatever's on like any pictures and documents that I have on my phone, I could put onto my computer. It's great because like I'm access. really bad. Yeah. It's great for access also because I've ruined tons of computers. So it's nice to know that I've never, I will never lose my stuff again because I at one point didn't do that. And I had this paper and my phone, my computer, I like died. And I was, and I guess it wasn't like saved or it was saved, but I didn't have it on one saved drive. Saved to that computer. Not it to was saved this. to the computer. So I right. had to restart it and it sucked. So, but it's also good for other things. Like I use OneNote too. So like okay. you and I use OneNote to share notes for this podcast. Oh, no, 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 not OneNote, OneDrive. Oh, OneDrive. But Did in I that. Did I say OneNote? You, you oh, must, I mean, they're, I think you said, they're, they're related. They're related. Right. They're owned by Microsoft. Right. But so OneNote is super helpful for. I was talking about OneDrive. Sorry. Okay. But uh, anyway. OneNote is one too. OneNote is one of the things that are is in that drive, right? So it's really helpful because you can share notes with other people. So I have notes that I share with you. I have notes that I share with Jack. I have notes that I share with my husband. Um. It's also good for accountability because um, from our budgeting episode, I can check on whether or not you spent oh, any I need, money. I need to you might want to update that because I'm looking mm -hmm. at it now and it's not updated. Um, um, but I can. So and then like I have all my 
passports and all the information that is needed for my business on there that I share with my husband. So if something were to happen to me, he could shut down my business. Oh, okay. Right. Or get into like my email and, you know, it's not stuff that he would go into normally. Right. Or, um, or any of that stuff. And, and then I have all his information as well. So if something happened to him, I could like call his boss and <laughs> shut down his, you know, Facebook page, which actually is gone now because he, he, it is gone because he left yeah. Facebook uh, like um, a month or so ago, but like, that's why we originally did it. So um, one note's super helpful. It allows you to share notebooks with lots of people. Else. You're so funny raising your hand. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, there's similar things to this. I know that a lot of people use something similar, but I have Teen Mobile. So when I bought the phone, they were like, do you want to get this sync up thing? And I was, and it's like this little device. You can get something similar on Amazon called a tile. And basically you put it on like your keys or whatever. You don't put it whatever on Whatever you people. lose most of Whatever often. you lose, but don't <laughs> put it on. You can't put it on people. That's something that they specifically say, don't track people, don't do that. Um, but I put it on my keys, or I put it on my work keys, actually, because I'm afraid I'm going to lose my work key. Um, mm-hmm. But you can track it. Uh, it's dead. Mine is dead, so I actually can't track anything. But when it's charged, you can track it 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 lets me know like oh it's also nicknamed cinnamon roll cinnamon roll just left work or cinnamon roll just left home and i have it in a in a uh, radius or it's basically the radius radius of my house and my work because i don't live far from where i work so i have other clients that use the tiles and they have like a tile on like their nintendo switch and on their (laughs) phone and on their you know tablet and on their like anything of value right they have it on so tiles can be great if you tend to lose things put things down instead of putting them away Mm -hmm. right yes um since we're talking about like apps for the phone the an app that I find really useful and a bunch of my clients use too is the, it's not really an app, but usually it's like a setting that comes on most phones. So it's the bedtime mode. And so you can set the time that you want your bedtime to be and what time you want your phone to quote unquote wake up. Um, and it will automatically put the do not disturb on your phone. Oh. It'll automatically silence your phone, your notifications, your texts. Oh, I it don't have gray that scales your phone. So grayscaling your phone makes your phone less less interesting to look at because if you don't think all the colors in all the apps that you're using have been specifically designed to gain your interest and to keep <laughs> uh keep you on your phone right like if if you're finding yourself scrolling at night mindlessly um or you have that like revenge bedtime procrastination going on because of your phone grayscaling your phone is hugely helpful right it also like just um i think it also like turns 
down the brightness of it oh. as well, right? So it gets all red of like the glare from the screen. It's grayscaled now and it turns off all your notifications. It's definitely like I've had to do something on my phone at night, um, like on the internet, and I didn't want to come down to my office to my computer. So I did it on my phone. And it definitely was not like fun to do at all because mm-hmm. there was no color. So bedtime mode is super helpful. I see. I don't wake up when someone calls me or texts me. But I'm a deep sleeper. So You are a deep sleeper, <laughs> but you probably are on your phone when you shouldn't be at night. Is my well, I actually plug in my phone at the end of my bed so that I can st- mm. I have to get up in order to turn off my thing. So it's just if I put it next on. to my bed. If I put it next to my bed and I turn off my thing, I don't have to get up. So then I fall back asleep. This way I have nice. to physically get up. Yeah. To nice. turn it off. Yeah. So. So if you're not doing that, use the bedtime mode. Um, right. I still have, um, I have my phone right next to me because it's also my alarm. But it's also because he just sister's disabled. Um, her number is always allowed to break through my do not disturb um because in the middle of the night if she needed me she wouldn't be able to like get up and come get me um because she's a full-time wheelchair user so so my phone's right next to me um lots of people use and i use and you use speechify which will it's a grammar read to you yeah it's a google it's a Google, it's a Google extension. extension and it reads stuff to you. It reads whatever you have open. So it'll read websites or um, emails to you. I have found though, that if I'm like open a PDF in Google, um, it won't read me that. Oh, um, oh yes. really? If you use Google edge, I've to open no, a Microsoft PDF. edge. Microsoft, sorry. Yes, that's what I was about to say, Google. So, yes. So I use Chrome for most of my stuff because I actually have an extension over my Chrome called DuckDuckGo. And so I use DuckDuckGo as my internet um, search engine. And it, like, deletes my history all the time and keeps other things from tracking me. So I'm not tracked at all all on my phone or on my it's an app on my phone but on my computer it's just a, a google extension so DuckDuckGo is you know if you don't want to be tracked um DuckDuckGo is awesome um but if you need something read to you and you put it on um you open the pdf in google speechify won't see it i guess i don't know but it, it doesn't work but so for that, I do, um, I open it in Microsoft Edge and Microsoft Edge automatically with everything has a read aloud. On both of them, I have, you can change the, you can change the speed. So some clients that slow it down, if some clients that speed it up, it depends on what it is on how fast I listen to it. Um, but you can, what I like best about it is that you can change the voice so I have a lovely British man reading to me. Um, who reads to you? 
It's just a regular Uh, well, voice. last time, well, because when we did the other previous episode, I used it. And one thing that I noticed was that I didn't unmark the gradually get faster thing. Oh. So you want to undo that because I like had to redo it because I like it was at 1.5 times speed. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But it was a woman because I didn't know you could change it. And then it changed to a man. An American Oh, man with a that's interesting. super deep voice. Interesting. Yeah, no. Um, But. I have the paid version too, so Oh, that might be. I have the free version. Okay. Well, so I have the paid version, so a lovely British man reads to me. Um, <laughs> and so, and they have like names on them too, or maybe that's in, maybe that's in Microsoft Edge. I don't know. One of them has like three or four choices for British men that read to you. which is pretty funny because they have like names uh, when you go to the menu to search, which is pretty funny. Um, along with being read to, I also use Grammarly, which is also an extension um, that allows, you know, there's a free version that will catch like spelling mistakes and And like and plagiary. that's in the paid version. Oh, then the free version won't catch if you plagiarize something but um in the in the uh free version it'll catch like basic spelling mistakes if you put a comma where it shouldn't be or um like if you use the word effect instead of effect. effect it'll catch like that kind of stuff right In the paid version, it, you can turn on the plagiarized thing if you're a It's student really helpful. to make sure your writing isn't too close to something else. Um, but it'll also like allow you to set like your tone of voice or how knowledgeable you want to sound about something or how casual you want to sound about something. Um, and it'll also, um, it'll pick up sentence structures. Like if you have like, the same structure, sentence structure multiple times in an essay or a blog or whatever you're writing, it will tell you like, this sounds really monotoned here. You might want to switch it. Or if you have a sentence that's too long, it'll say, Hey, like you will, you should rewrite the sentence for clarity. And then, then it'll give you like a suggestion on how to rewrite that sentence. And you can just accept that if you want. Um, You know, it's pretty good. I use it for everything. But sometimes when I'm writing my blog, it'll want to change a word that I don't want changed. So I have to like repeatedly like tell it to ignore that one. Um, but overall, super helpful, um, especially for somebody who's dyslexic. Um, and you used it too when you were in school, right? I still use it. it it's Yes. attached to like my email and stuff. Right. so anything that I ever write it uses it Right. And I think our and son I used use my son. I'm pretty sure I use I have the paid version because a lot of systems in college if you like a lot of colleges have you like do stuff online they like make you Yep. do it and a lot of them have a lot of the professors use something that catches plagiarism so it's nice to like look for it beforehand because you'll obviously you get docked and get in trouble for plagiarizing plagiarizing is not cool 
and it's nice because it will like if you're trying I'm pretty sure if you're trying to like quote something it will give you the thing it'll give you the place where it's from and you can just like attach it Oh. Oh, that's cool. but there's other online websites where you can create citations because Yeah. it's really annoying to create a citation but yeah Um, uh, a lot of my clients use Headspace, which is a meditation app, but I really like Insight Timer as a meditation app better because um, it allows you to do a guided meditation from anywhere from like a minute to a minute up, um, right? And like sometimes I only have a minute or two minutes, right? And I don't think the the um, guided ones go that low in in headspace um inside timer is also free completely and headspace is like to get some of their better stuff is not free um i also like that uh in inside timer there's a map on the front and it shows you all like a little dot for all the people who are using the app at the same time you're using the app which is just kind of cool because i like maps um so that's good. I always use the guided ones though, but it'll it'll ask you like, how long do you have? And you can say like one to five minutes and then it'll give you a selection from there. It does lots of other things as well, but that's usually what I use it for if I use it. Um, and then for school, you used to use something else for your books. What was that? So if you're in college, I think they just do college textbooks, but they might do like high school textbooks. Um, colleges are really bad about you can buy a textbook and then you can have the disability service people make it audible, like an audio book, but it like takes them forever to do it. So I gave up and there's this, I gave up on them and there's this website. It's also an app. I have it on my phone and I think on my iPad too called bookshelf. You could just buy the book as an audio book and it's just there. You can either rent it or you can buy it. So you would have it for, for as long as the classes, or you can buy it and have it forever and it will read to you. You can make it like go as fast or as slow as you want. You can highlight things. Because um, you can see the text as well while it's you can reading. see it. You can, yeah, and it literally reads everything to you though. Like even like the little blurbs for the graphs and stuff, and sometimes the actual graphs itself, it reads everything. And then I think you can also write down notes in it, but that might not be true. You can definitely highlight though, which is nice. And you can like bookmark and stuff. So, uh, so like certain sections that, you know, you need to go back to where you want to do something with. That's cool. Um, and you were getting like law books on there, right? Yeah. So, so it has like a good it has variety, a of books. variety of books. Yeah. Cool. Um, then, um, there's also the Inflow app. Neither of us use it, but I know at least two of my clients use it. Um, and it's a, 
Inflow app is a like a reminders to do calendar kind of app that um, is made by people who have ADHD for people that have ADHD really based on principles of cognitive behavioral therapy. And so um, I know one of my clients was the beta, one of the beta users for it. So um, he really likes it, but it, you know, it'll have different like little, it makes a little program for you and will give you like suggestions and stuff about like procrastination or time uh, time management or that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, you know, if you can't afford an actual coach or, or um, you're really struggling, you might check out that app. It's not free though. It's not a free app. Um, I don't know how much it is because we don't use it, but I do know that my clients who do use it really like it, but it's just two of them. So any other tech page that you can think of that we didn't think of before we started? I don't think so. Okay, cool. Say goodbye, Paige. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiversetoolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.